The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Prescription for Success with your host, Dr. Emil Haldi. Each week, we come through the myths and facts about health and wellness in order to bring you the best advice and the right information that you need to live an incredible life. Now, here is Dr. Emil Haldi. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Prescription for Success. This is your host, Emil Haldi. I am super excited about my show today. The purpose of my show is to let you know as much as possible about your health so you can be the CEO of your health. I strongly believe that people with more options have better lives. My goal is to educate you about your options. If you're interested in hearing some of our past shows, you could go to voiceamerica.com and download some of the previous episodes. I loved every single one of them. I've been super fortunate to have amazing guests. A few shows back, I loved having Dr. Jeffrey Life, who's at the age of 80, is one of the fittest men in America. And if you don't believe me, Google Dr. Jeffrey Life. Pretty impressive. Today's show is very special, and I've titled today's show, Unlocking Your Inner Fountain of Youth. What a fascinating discussion we'll have. Everyone wants to feel better and look younger. I have two very, very special guests today with me, Becky Blake and Tony Rodriguez. Becky Blake is a woman of many talents, but one of the most special things she does is that she helps kids with autism. She's a psychoneurologist, behavior expert, best-selling author, international speaker, the founder of creatingsuperkids.com and the Blake Method. She has been on a mission to understand people, behavior, the brain and the body, and how to create the most compelling future for over 40 years. She knows what works and continues to change people's lives. Recently, she presented to doctors at Harvard and was approached by doctors in Spain, China, Israel, Nepal, and Japan who are interested in learning about her methods and system systems. Becky, welcome to the show. Pleasure to have you here with us. Thank you so much. Thank you for this opportunity. I appreciate it. Looking forward. My next guest is Tony Rodriguez. Tony is a certified high-performance coach and a successful award-winning entrepreneur for nearly three decades. Tony has been involved in personal development and high-performance space for over 18 years. He first started his, this work to learn and improve his own life and now helps others do the same. As a trainer for Tony Robbins, Tony has helped many people experience transformations in all aspects of their lives, emotional, personal, business, relationships, and health. Now, as a high-performance coach, Tony helps you grow into the best and highest version of yourself. Tony Rodriguez, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for the opportunity to be here and, uh, and share with your guests as well. And obviously to spend time with you and Becky as well is always a pleasure and an honor. Yeah, the pleasure and honor here as well to have both of you here. We're going to have an amazing discussion, guys. So, Becky, one of the things you've done a lot of, and, and this is your mission, is to help kids with autism. How did you get into this space? Can you share that with our listeners? Yeah, Um So actually, I was my first client. So while I was growing up, I had major sensory issues. I was out of control. Nobody understood me. I didn't understand me. I didn't understand how people worked. Um, So I went on a mission to better understand 
uh, I called them humans. I, you know, so how to better understand people's behavior. And then I ended up having three children and each of my children had special needs as well. Autism, bipolar, oppositional defiant disorder. Um, all three of them, it just was amazing. They had like the, the run of the mill of some of these um, sensory um, behavior um, issues. And so I went on a mission to help better understand my children as well, to help create um, better lives for my children who are now in their uh, late twenties and doing amazing. And on that process, I um, started working with children in schools and in their homes and all around the world. And then started noticing that the parents started having um, better energy and, and better lives. So uh, truly what I found is uh, approach a method that actually helps your brain and bodies, um, that those key understandings to get the best out of your brains and bodies, energy, focus, memory, uh, better behavior in all areas of your life. And so that's what I'm sharing and we're sharing it today as well. Wow. And what I found is as I work with different doctors and practitioners, folks that have a personal touch to their story are truly on a mission. This is different. This is different than someone's just going to school, getting educated, becoming the world-renowned specialist without having the personal side. You actually live through it. And this is your mission because it's your life. Yes. Yeah, definitely. It's like the download, right? Yes. A little download from God. So here, <laughs> here's, here's your, and Tony and I actually did a talk uh, a while back and we were actually talking about our greatest challenges are, should become our mission and our passion, right? Yes. Right. We go through what we went through in order to help other people not have to reinvent the wheel. So. Yes. So in terms of autism, how big of a problem is that? Uh, it's epidemics. Re the proportions are crazy. There's a senior scientist from MIT who says by 2025, every one in every two children will be labeled with autism. So wow. it's epidemic. And that's not just, not just autism, but we have the sensory processing disorder. We have oppositional defiant disorder, a lot of mood disorders. Um, so autism's just the tip of the iceberg. There's all the things that fall under that as well. It's a, you said every second child. Did I hear it correctly? Yes, one in two. Well, wow. What are we waiting for? For every, uh, every other child or every, every child to be autistic? It's, it's absolutely crazy what we're facing. Yeah. Um, Tony, what about you? How did you get into the space of personal development? Can you share your personal story? Because you, you're doing a lot of great work, personal transformations. You lead people out of tough situations. Tell us more. Yeah, you know, I I had uh, I grew up in a in a difficult uh, situation as well. There, there, I I was probably I I'm sure that I actually I know that I had ADD or ADHD or whatever it is uh, growing up. Uh, so I had some, my challenges growing up as well, and um, certainly uh, self esteem issues. You know, a lot of the things that so many of us deal with is self esteem, self worth, uh, uh, low value. You know, all of those things. So I started going into this work 18, possibly 20 years ago, as, as, as it was, to really learn and grow and help myself to grow through what I'm going through, right? So, and I've fortunately, I've been fortunate to be able to learn a lot from a lot of the masters, Tony Robbins and uh, Brendan Burchard and, and, and uh, Wayne Dyer and so many greats. Um, and I've gotten to the point now that, that I've shifted that to help other people to grow through what they go through, as Becky was saying. I think that it's, it's our responsibility. I certainly, I feel it's my responsibility when I, when, when you figure out a way to get through something easier, you recognize patterns, you learn how to do something better. Then I think it's my social responsibility to share that with people and help as many people as I possibly could, because 
I'm looking back and I said, hell, you know, I'm going to be the person that I wish I had in my life to be able to help me through some of those dark times. And to, to Becky's point, you know, that she actually was her first client and she went through so many tough times. You know, one of the things I say is that those of us who really lived through it and those of us who've been through the dark really have some of the brightest lights to shine, right? Because we know what it's like to be on the other side. Coming and working from experience is very different than just reading a book and being able to tell the story or trying to help somebody through that. It's very different when you've been there. And I, you know, through my career, uh, in both in real estate and as an entrepreneur and, and owning several businesses, I've made a lot of mistakes up and down. And uh, and in life, you know, we make mistakes and we keep making them. But one of the things that I keep that I say all the time is, every time you fall, you have the opportunity to get up and grow. Right. So that's what I'm here for is just to help people kind of grow through what they go through and and don't give up on on the first sign of trouble. Don't give up. People say, well, you know, I'm tired of starting over. So stop giving up. You know, and the last step of healing is teaching others, right? Absolutely. And you know what? When you so much and I tell clients this all the time, even today when I'm I coach someone this morning as I'm uh, as I'm helping them, you know, I'm speaking to myself. I'm speaking to my own soul. So you know, we grow even as we help other people. We learn as we're helping teach other people. And that's when we really learn a lot of the things we're trying to teach is when we're teaching them because the, the realization is it's just a different perspective. Yes. So. Um, so, Becky, to come back to you, let's talk about autism. And there's a, 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 an important topic out there uh, as it relates to autism and vaccinations. So my wife and I, we chose to vaccinate our kids. We chose to spread the vaccines out a little bit, boost their immune system with probiotics and other immune boosting um, uh, substances under the direction of our doctor. But we chose to spread the vaccines and, and we are vaccinating our kids. What is your opinion on the impact of vaccines and as far as autism? Right. So in my method, in the Blake method, there's five keys we look at it. And the very first key we look at is stress. And a lot of our children in our, are in a stress state at a very young age, and it could have happened in utero at birth. It doesn't matter. Um, but they're in a stress state, so they're not able to detox out what we're putting in. Um, at little babies, um, a lot of them that are born C-section, a lot of them, they don't have um, the, the probiotics they need. So we're inundating our children's, our babies' little, um, you know, very sensitive systems with, um, you know, with viruses and with chemicals that their brains and bodies can't get rid of. So I believe in education. I believe in waking up and being aware of what you're putting in your body. And it's all about outcome. If I want my child to be able to walk, I might think about the polio vaccine, right? If I want my child, but what's happening is in the United States, these children are having like so many viruses introduced into their bodies at birth. There's, so I say, educate yourself. My son was actually um, damaged by vaccines. I have identical twin sons, but only one of them was damaged by the vaccines. It was obvious night and day within two weeks, he, he's, his whole system shut down, his immune system shut down. So it's about educating yourselves, which ones do they truly need making sure they're not sick when they're getting the vaccine. So um, whether you're pro-vaccine or against it, anti-vaccine, it's all about education and it's about choice. I choose, right? I choose, I want my child, my children to be, have the most compelling futures possible. And it might include vaccines. It might not, depending on the child and their brains and their bodies and their immune system. So what you did was you educated yourself and you decided 
you know, to wait till they had an immune system, you know, spread out the vaccines and it worked for you. So it's all about education and, and truly waking up, right? Wake uh, up and know what you're doing. Yeah, I like the, the wording they use. It's all about the choice and education. So, it, and like so many things in life. So you talked about the Blake methods in five steps and, and, and five points. And that relates to the inner fountain of youth, correct? It, uh, yeah. So can life. you discuss that and can you tell <laughs> a little more? Because I, I, I think it's absolutely fascinating. Everyone yeah. wants to look younger. Everyone wants to feel better. I think yeah. we're now getting people's attention. Right. So more energy, better focus, better memory. Um, so there's five things. So I've taken some very complicated neurosystems, some very complicated um, scientific um, uh, protocols and and. Um, I want it to be easy for people to follow. And there's that 80, 20 rule. If we do 20%, we can get 80% of the results. So what truly matters in life? So the first one, and a lot of people kind of poo poo it is literally stress. When we're in a stress state, our digestion shuts off, our detox shuts off, you know, the, our blood flow goes into our arms and legs and we can fight and flight. And a lot of us are in a stress state. Um, we're burning out our adrenals, our, our health is diminishing, where when we're younger, we might be able to handle it as we get older, you know, our brains and bodies start to break down. The same thing is happening with our children, whether you're autistic, typical child, you know, um, I, I say these five keys work with anybody with a brain, a body and a nervous system. So the very first thing is looking at stress. What's your body and brain look like when it's in a stress state? So we teach what it looks like, what you can do. You can be out of a stress state in under a minute with some certain techniques. Um, the second piece of this protocol is being able to read your behaviors. A lot of the kids I work with will walk on their toes. It means their stomach hurts, right? So we need to help their digestion better. Our ears turn red when we're in a stressed state. All of us, it's a vagus nerve. If there's stress anywhere in our body, our heart, our lung, our kidneys, any of our soft organ tissues, our ears will turn red. You can teach a child as young as 18 months old to pay attention to their red hot ears Kids as young as 18 months old can start regulating their own stress responses. And that's what we want people to do is be responsible for yourself. Notice where you're at. So reading behavior. The third one is actually movement, um, organized movement. What's the best movement we can do to organize both sides of our brains and get our brains and bodies talking to each other. And there's some simple, easy activities you can do um, to organize both sides of your brain. This is my method for my school program. This is my method for my home program. This is for everybody, not just the kids with special needs. If we did these exercises in schools, our kids would be have better tests. They would learn more. They'd have better behavior. So it's understanding what movement we need to do. Holland just did a study a few years ago, I think about five years ago, in as a very short uh, little sample study of, of people in the United States. And we're only moving 11 minutes out of our day. Mm. 11 minutes, right? We're getting up, we're going to work, we're coming home, we're going to bed. With technology, we're all just sitting there, right? Just looking at technology and we're not moving anymore. Um, so knowing what, what's the best movement for our brains and body. The fourth one is what you ingest, whether it's your brain, your body, anything you ingest, you truly need to be saying, why am I eating this or thinking this or putting this in my brain? And is my outcome, is it going to reach my outcome, right? So actually, what are we ingesting food-wise? Um, and is it working? So in my program, we do a food mood journal where we're paying attention to what we're eating and drinking, and then we're paying attention to our moods. So we can boost our energy. We can boost our um, a certain um, boost energy and, and mood and behavior. So knowing that if you eat a protein first, it reaches your gut and your body releases L-tyrosine, so you have better energy during the day. 
So our, how much protein are you eating? The kids I work with, we try to get them to eat a protein every three to four hours, right? Because we're rebuilding the brain and body. So how much protein are you eating? Is it a quality protein? So um, talking about the supplements that really matter, we talked about vitamin D a little earlier and, and magnesium. And what does our brain and body truly need to get the responses that we want from it, the outcome? And then the um, fifth one is mindset. What are you focusing on, right? What are you letting into your brain? What questions are you asking, right? Are you working with people getting the results you want or just kind of going through life asleep, right? Letting life happen to you. So very simplified five keys and each of the keys are, you know, can go into more detail, but just by paying attention to these five things like red ears and making sure I'm hydrated and you can have you know, the life that you want to have, you can have the energy you want to have. Uh, my son broke his neck. We got my son out of autism at 16, 16 and a half at 17. He was riding his dirt bike, broke his neck. He crashed, broke his neck, died for three minutes. And the doctors were telling me the same thing at 16 and a half that they told me at three. He's, you know, brain injured. He's um, not going to mount anything. You might want to think about institutionalizing him. And that's when we found out my program works for people with brain injury. So whether you have strokes or brain bleeds, you know, one side of your body's not talking to each other. My program, the, the Blake method can actually go in there and help wake your brain back up. So it's simple things that can create the greatest results. And we want to make it a lifestyle. So this is a lifestyle. So this is pretty unbelievable, and I am touched by the, your personal story. I did not know all those details, and I'm your son is okay right now. He's fabulous. Uh, yeah. So I'm so thrilled to hear it. So you, yeah. you you've tested your fa- you tested yourself and your family and your method. Yeah. And it's the best testimonial out there that one can have because uh, you you use your family to heal yourself and your family. So this works for kids and adults. Is that true? Yes. Yes. The, the, the five steps you discussed. Wow, this is pretty fabulous. So stress, you said you could be out of stress in minutes. Can you share some of the yeah. techniques? Yeah, so if, you, if your ears go red, you notice your ears are hot, you're getting a little flushed in your body, we can have a toolkit. So thinking, what can I do? Most of us are dehydrated. So 85% of your stress can go away just by drinking some water, right? Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's a little bit different with relieving their stress. Some people, if there's too much noise, too much movement, you might need to go into a quiet place. You might need to go outside, do some deep breathing. Um, There's some activities I do in my program that are massage techniques. So like if you take your thumb, the outside of your thumb here and just rub up and down, it will actually help pull you out of a stress state as well. So there's just some easy things that we can do once, but, but it's, again, it's acknowledging that we're in a stress state. So most of us aren't paying attention that my ears are red or hot, right? we're just, we just keep going because we got to keep going. But if you literally just take a minute out of your time to deep breathe or whatever it's in your toolbox that you need to do to get out of that stress state, your digestion works, your detox works, like everything turns back on. That's why stress is so important. When I shared my, I've created a neurodevelopmental chart on stress and how it, um, what it's doing to our bodies and what to really pay attention to. And I showed it to one of the head, um, teachers of, a um, neurology of a teaching school in Madrid, Spain. And she said, this is what we've been looking for for 50 years. And you have it all on one sheet of paper, right? Like the holy grail of healing. Like why don't more people know about this? But this is what we're doing now is we're trying to get this out into the world because it is that easy. And when I talked to doctors and MDs, they're saying it can't be this easy. I went and worked with a friend's son over in London who had learning disabilities, low motivation, and he's a doctor, a 
you know, works in London and MD. And he's like, it can't be that simple. I came to his house for the weekend. His son's been changed ever since. So he's like, now he's kind of preaching the same thing. He's written some books and he's doing some things over in London because it is this easy if we pay attention. So we just need to pay attention. It's, it's amazing how many times our bodies gives you, give us mm-hmm. clues, right? And we just- Everything. Everything is a clue. That's why number two is reading our yes. brain and our body. So what, what, what I really love hearing that this applies to kids and adults, let's say that we are talking about an executive right now who's mm-hmm. in a high stress situation and he, you're advising those folks to pay attention to their, to their ears, right? Yes. And yep. If they're warming up and they're becoming red, you are yep. telling, your body's telling you that it's stressed. And the one yes. of the techniques you describe is rubbing your finger. For how long yep. do you rub that thing? And can you re-describe this technique to our listeners? Yeah. So on your thumb, on your thumb, oops, hello. Um, on your thumb, um, you just, on the outside of your thumb, you're just rubbing up and down. In reflexology, our thumb represents our back. So there's some neurons in our back. There's a whole scientific reasoning that we're rubbing. Um, but most of us are dehydrated. So it could be your body saying, I'm dehydrated. So just drinking some water. So if, if an executive is in a big business meeting and all of a sudden his ears are going red and sensory stuff is happening, he's getting cranky, right? Things are happening just by drinking water, sitting in, taking some deep breaths, recentering himself or herself. Within 30 seconds, you can pull yourself out of a stress state. Like it's almost even just noticing, wow, my body's in a stress state. My ears are red. My cheeks are red. I'm getting a little flush in my chest. Let me take a couple minutes to take care of myself and then go back and, you know, bang out the meeting or whatever's happening. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Very, very cool. Tony, what do you say to, to pull someone out of a stressful situation? Uh, what's your advice to someone in that situation? You know, I think Becky uh, has a lot of great ones. That thumb thing is great. I'm going to be doing that all the time. So, and, and teaching people about that. Um, but you know, one of the things that 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 Becky's talking about is breathing. So much. First of all, drinking water because so many of us are dehydrated. People think, okay, I'm thirsty. By the time you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated, right? So, drinking water is always a good thing. And we'll go with the thumb massage as well. I love that. But taking in those deep breaths, right? And the diaphragmic breath, because everybody thinks, and you guys have already heard this as well, but uh, sometimes we think about taking the deep breath and everybody just takes a, a shallow deep breath up on, on the top of your lungs, your shoulders, everybody raises their shoulders. But the reality is a really deep diaphragmic breath is to, to your diaphragm. So if you watch a baby sleeping, his stomach is going up and down. And we actually breathe diaphragmically when we're sleeping. But when we're awake, we have this shallow breathing pattern uh, that the, the, the majority of our oxygen receptors are the lower third of our lungs, and we don't really use those unless we're sleeping. So, so, so many people say, I want to go outside and smoke a cigarette. That's because if you've ever smoked or not, if you just make the motion of putting your, your, uh, your fingers up to your lips and inhaling, you actually, you're inhaling a diaphragmic breath. You're not taking a top, a top chest breath, right? So taking a deep diaphragmic breath is going to be a good one. And then there's something else that you can do as well that you can just do a, just a quick meditation. And this is something that I learned from, from, uh, from Brendan Burchard, where you, ju- you just take a deep breath and then you just, w- just speak out, relax or release, release, release. I'm, I'm, you, so you inhale deep diaphragmic breath and on the way out, you just go, Release, release, 
releasing focus on releasing those that stress releasing that pressure and believe it or not in two or three minutes you can get a little quick meditation that gives you that quick hit the other little tip that i'll that i'll give as well is that so many of us are stressed at work because you know we're working all day through and we don't stop maybe we stop for lunch sometimes we don't even stop for that one of the things that's going to help both productivity your focus and your stress levels is remembering that every 50 or 60 minutes, just get up and walk around for two minutes, get up and go drink water, get up and just get the blood flow. And that in itself, I think those are just adding to, to what Becky said. I think those are some great ways of just relieving some stress. And also one other thing, big one, gratitude. When you focus on what you're, what, what, what you're grateful for instead of what you don't have or what you, what's lacking. So if you think about, abundance as opposed to scarcity right so just well not to get too far into that but just be grateful for what you have and what and not what you don't right focus on what it is that that you have to be grateful for and i think combination of those things usually gets me certainly in a better mood and and pulls me out of a funk within a couple of minutes yeah uh i i learned and and i think we all learned from one of our mentors that there's no space for negative emotions when you're in a space of gratitude right and I, i i've used it a lot of times to pull myself out of a uh, stressful situations and, and we don't want to be in, surrounded by those emotions. Nothing positive generally comes out of it. So you want to be right. gratitude and space of healing and space um, of a positive environment. Guys, I hope you and I are having a, I uh, hope you're enjoying the time as much as much as I am. We're having a great discussion. Uh, we'll be back right after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Haldi Pharmaceutical Compounding is one of the nation's top compounding pharmacies. We work with medical professionals as well as consumers, both human and veterinary. If you're a patient or a doctor and need to consult us, please call us for a free consultation. Additionally, you may purchase carefully selected quality brand supplements and vitamins at discounted prices at hcompound.com. To schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Haldi or one of our associates, please email us at wellness at hcompound.com or call us at 646-650-5040. You can also check us out at hcompound.com. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Prescription for Success. If you'd like to reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to wellness at hcompound.com. Now back to Prescription for Success. Welcome back to Prescription for Success. This is your host, Emil Haldi. Today, I have two phenomenal guests with me. Becky Blake is a psychoneurologist and best-selling author. You can reach Becky at creatingsuperkids.com. Tony Rodriguez is a certified high-performance coach and a successful award-winning entrepreneur. To learn more about Tony, you can reach him at yblsnow.com, or you could follow him on Instagram at Tony Rodriguez with an S, 2.0. That's on Instagram. So Becky and Tony, we're having a lot of fun. We're having uh, a tremendous discussion. In my opinion, it's a life-saving information that we're sharing with our listeners. We talked about autism. Uh, we talked about your personal journeys as, as to how how each one of you got to your 
space of expertise. Uh, and then we touched on five keys to unlock your inner fountain of youth, which is very, very important. One of the keys was what you ingest. Can we pick up right there, Becky, and talk about how important is uh, what we put in our mouth? Yeah. Um, so there's two things, not just putting in our mouths, but actually putting in our brains. That's why I call it ingest. Yes. Um, but ingesting, um, again, if you know, my, my whole thing is about outcome. We want to have, I do, I want to have energy throughout the day. I want to look good. I want to feel good. So my outcome is to do those things. And one of the things I realized was the foods I was eating. So I do a food mood journal with the, my clients and the people I work with. And I was able to find out probably about 20 years ago that I had issues with wheat and dairy and soy and milk thistle. And, and it, these things were compromising my energy levels. And I was noticing that I wasn't eating enough during the day because I came from the old school that um, if you want to lose weight, you eat less food, but I don't eat enough food anyway during the day. So if I'm taking in 850 calories a day and I'm eating less and I'm eating 400 calories a day, right? Cause I forget to eat cause I get so busy with what I'm doing. I don't have the energy like we're cars mm -hmm. and high performance cars. We need to make sure that we're putting the right high performance gasoline in order to win the races, right? So if you want to put in crappy gas in your car full of additives and water and air, um, that's what you're going to get out. So really paying attention and really understanding. I, I have degrees in um, the science of food and, and nutrition, biomedical mm -hmm. nutrition. So understanding what you're eating, why you're eating it, making sure you're eating enough throughout the day. Um, and again, it's being consciously aware and knowing what, what, makes, you know, what gives you energy. So some of the things um, I eat, like, will make me tired, like cinnamon, or ginger, where if you listen to the health environment, you know, those things are good for you. But mm -hmm. I doing the food mood journal realized those things were actually depleting my energy. So what actually gives you energy, right? We're, we're all different. Um, there's the blood eat for your blood type, there's paleo, there's like, Mediterranean, there's so many things, but what is truly right for you? Are you mm -hmm. documenting what you eat and what gives you energy and what doesn't? I just worked with a family this last weekend in, um, in Florida with a little six-year-old boy, autistic, nonverbal, not eating. Um, he was eating like Fruit Loops and white noodles. And they're wondering why he's exhausted during the day. We get him eating more foods and dipping everything in essential fatty acids and adding some digestive enzymes and magnesium to his foods, he's a totally different kid within two or three days. So oh, wow. when we're in a stressed state, we're not digesting. So there's some things to do to help wake up your digestion, right? And making sure you're eating the foods, assimilating the foods. So, and keeping it simple. It's about keeping it simple. Yes. Wow. I love the idea of keeping food journal. I heard it before, but I've never personally implemented this, but I think it's very, very uh, powerful and what you can achieve from that. And it's not only for people who are not well, but people who want to improve their energy and to exactly. go to the next level in life. So can you describe literally, what do you put down? How do you track it? Because it sounds simple, but what do you track? And how do you find the correlation between what you put down and then the impact it has on your health? Right, so what I look at is through the day. So you can just take a regular piece of paper, you know, like a yellow and fold it in half 
and put down. So like at six o'clock I had eggs and at, at noon I had some salad and, um, you know, with some oodles oil on top. And then, um, at night I had a salad with steak or whatever. Right. And then on the other side without of the paper folded in half, instead, not even paying attention to what I ate, but I'm like, three o'clock I needed, felt like I should have had a coffee, but I'm going to go for a walk instead. I didn't sleep well at night. So when I wake up, I woke up two or three times during the night. And then within three to five days, you look back and you can see, oh my goodness, right? I had a, a huge meal at 10 o'clock and I was up all night, right? I had people that drink coffee. I had coffee at three. I was up all night. So I learned things about my body, um, not doing dairy, not doing soy, um, another thing was I realized I was allergic to chocolate, but the chocolate was a 24 hour later. It wasn't a 20 minute, literally I was, we, we called it adrenal fatigue. We called it, you know, some other things. Um, and it was a chocolate allergy where within 10 days of doing a food mood journal, I was able to see at three o'clock, 24 hours later, I'm exhausted, need to sleep. Like guys call it chocolate narcolepsy, right? I needed to go to sleep. I looked at the, the day before I had had chocolate. I had a mocha or I had chocolate covered raisins or something where literally 24 hours later, it w affected me that I needed to take like a 20 minute nap, like the most exhausted I'd ever felt. And it was because I was eating chocolate. So I can actually use chocolate as a medicine, right? If I'm jet lagged from flying all over the world, I can eat a chocolate knowing 24 hours later, it, I'm going to go to sleep. Right. So food should be our medicine, but we need to know how it affects us. It probably doesn't affect very many people like that. But are we truly paying attention to what we're eating and how it's making us feel even 24 hours later? So to do a food mood journal, you start seeing some correlations. I don't like people don't eat breakfast and then all of a sudden they're eating a donut or something sweet, a muffin or whatever at 10. And then all of a sudden they're eating lunch at one and they're starving. So they're eating chips. And so really if that's the way your brain and body functions at its highest, great, great, but usually mm -hmm. not, right? So really paying attention, how much energy do you want to have during the day? I want to have mass energy, right? I want to be the energizer bunny for the rest of my life. I want to be 150 years old and still looking like I'm 35, <laughs> right? That, those are my outcomes. They might yes. not be your outcome, but I'm going to treat my brain and body, ingest the foods. I, I truly believe in digestive enzymes, probiotics, magnesium. Um, th there's certain things that we need to ingest because we're not getting it in our bodies. We're not getting it in our foods. It's not in the soils anymore, but truly understanding what's going to help you be your best, help your child be their best. Yes. I, I absolutely love this food journal idea. And I think I'm going to implement it myself because it's so simple, but yet so powerful. Could identify the energy drainers very, very simply. Yes. Uh, so, so, Tony, you're in a high-performance space. Let's talk about food and high-performance. What are your thoughts? So, <clears throat> I agree with Becky completely. I mean, I am, I'm going to just ignore the whole chocolate comment because that's blasphemy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but with that said, I think she's still on point with what we put in is what we get out. And you really can't out-exercise a bad diet. Um, and I think one of the challenges that we have is that our food doesn't have the same nutritional value uh, that it had 50 years ago. So we've got to be that much more careful. We've got to try to go organic whenever possible. I understand that not everybody has the financial ability to do that all the time, but whenever possible, it is important to do that. Uh, so I'm down with that. I'm down with the food journal. I'm going to start implement that myself uh, to see, uh, uh, hopefully, I'm, I'm not going to ever write chocolate in that though. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, if, that, if chocolate is bad, I don't want to know. 
Uh, <laughs> but, but with that said, I think that, you know, when you speak about the things that you put into your body and you put into your mind, I'm going to go a step further and I'm going to say, what are you putting into your mind? Because it's not just the, the things that go into our mouth, but it's the things that go into our ears. The thing that goes into our eyes. What are we reading? Right. Are we reading things that are helping us to grow or are we or what, what are we watching? Are we watching? Are we stuck on that 24 hour news cycle that's just stressing us out all the time with bad news and and, and, and they make it worse because it's sensationalism? And or are you reading something that's going to calm you down? Are you uh, are you listening to something that's going to calm you down? Are you you know, what are you putting into your mind, you know, and putting into your soul, so to speak? So the food that we eat is important, but what we put into our mind is just as important as we put into our body. And I will go one step further is who are you spending your time with? Are you spending with time with people that are going to lift you up and support you? Or are you spending time with people that are toxic and are just draining? Because we've all got those people in our lives. We have the people that are energy boosters and energy drainers. You know, so it's important to really maybe keep a journal, uh, you know, on, on make a third column on that third and fourth column on that yellow piece of paper and say, what am I watching on TV? What am I listening to? Uh, am I listening to the news all the time or am I listening to music that it's soothing me? And when I listen to music, does it calm me down? Does it energize me? Does it make me angry? Uh, same thing with shows. Are you watching a show that's just stressing you out? Are you watching the news all the time? What what do you and where are you spending your time and with who are you spending your time? Is it the people that are going to be the energy drainers? And we all listen. I have this conversation with someone yesterday. Uh, you know, so many of us give so much and uh, we've just got to be careful, you know, because you can pour. And this I'm, I'm going to go relate right to, to, to what we're talking about and about stress is People say you can't pour from an empty cup. And I'm, I'm a person that used to say that all the time and said you have to re replace or you got to refill your cup because being selfish is or being self-care isn't being selfish. You've got to refill your cup because if you don't refill your cup, you know, they say you can't pour from an empty cup, but the reality is you can. But what comes out of that cup if you keep trying to pour from an empty cup is your health, right? It's your health. And you've just got to be careful and mindful of that. And just be careful, you know, where you're spending your time and what you're bringing into your body and into your space, not just the food that you're eating. So that combined with everything that Becky said is, I think, uh, ultimately, you know, the key to a better life, to a happier life and really to a longer life. Because I've ne never seen somebody that's really highly stressed out live past, you know, I don't know anyone that's 100 years old that's all stressed out all the time. Those people are all like, oh, no, I still have my two glasses of wine every day, <laughs> you know. I do this, I do that. And that's really, that's who I want to be. Listen, I, I'd love to be right there with you, Becky, at 150. But I'll, listen, I, I'd sign on the dotted line for a healthy 100 at this point. But uh, I'm, I'm liking the 150 idea. With, 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 with chocolate. <laughs> yeah, with, with chocolate. For you, but for, oh, not I do for Becky. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> so, Eat with a purpose. Yes, yes. Wow. So, so cool. So, now a compounding pharmacist is going to come out on me. As you guys know, I compound medications for my, uh, for my living, and I basically create customized everything, customized medicines, supplements for our patients here. So you mentioned a few supplements that you support, probiotics, magnesium, uh, digestive enzymes. Can you speak to them and, and how you, uh, why would you recommend those to, you, uh, to your patients? 
Yeah. So again, we go right back to stress. When we're in a stress state, our bodies aren't assimilating the minerals we're eating. A lot of the foods we're eating don't really have the minerals in them anymore. And so one of the, again, I'm a, I'm a, I look for um, patterns. And the one pattern was I'm working with a lot of nonverbal kids with autism. And what some of the things I noticed was they they were low in magnesium, right? They were low in B6. They were low in um, certain things. And so um, we, I started, you know, asking the families, let's, let's give this a try. And so just by like taking children off of dairy and adding a good magnesium, again, there's a, you know, different types of magnesium. So again, knowing what we're trying to do, if it wanted to cross the blood brain barrier, um, adding a couple different magnesiums into their brains and bodies, the kids are talking in two weeks, mm. right? So when we're in a stress state, our body is depleted of magnesium. So we should all be taking, being aware of our magnesium uptake when we're also, again, it's taking something very complicated and making it simple. Uh, some of the other things that are depleted is, is also like our copper. Or a lot of people are saying they're anemic. They're not really anemic. They just don't have bioavailability to the um, to the iron in their body, where if we uptake and increase the magnesium, the copper, the body will release the iron that we need, right, to give us, again, more energy. So digestive enzymes helps the brain and body to remember what it's like to be able to digest if you haven't, you know, been in a stress state and haven't been digesting. Um, my dad had irritable bowel and Crohn's disease. The doctor was going to go in and remove part of his spastic colon. And I said, uh, dad, just try these, you know, these supplements. And it was a, a multi-cocktail um, digestive enzyme. And within uh, just two weeks, his explosive diarrheas were gone right? He had over 10 a day, couldn't even leave the house. They were gone. Within three months, his Crohn's disease was healed. And the only thing we changed was adding a digestive enzyme into his body. Wow. So even wow. knowing different people from different cultures, Asian, Indian, there's certain, like they don't have the enzyme to um, help to um, break down alcohol, right? So it looks like alcohol poisoning or alcohol, you know, allergies, but just knowing again, our brains and bodies and what's going to work for us. So and keeping it simple. I work with a lot of kids on the autism sensory processing disorder spectrums and the doctors or Dan doctors are, are saying, do all these supplements. If you're, we're going to do blood tests. If your child's low in all these things, just hundred and you know, $12,000 worth of supplements a month, but they're not, they're still in a stress state. So they're not even, they're still not assimilating the minerals. Right. And yes. I say, try whole foods first. If whole foods don't work, let's supplement. Right. But yes. always go to whole foods first. Yeah. So, and then supplement and make sure it's a whole food supplement. Right. So, and understanding there's so much about nutrition and the way our body takes in, there's so much misinformation, like talking about vitamin D it's best to take vitamin D with a vitamin A because each one will shut off each of the other receptors. You know, if we need a essential fatty acid, most of us are depleted in the DHA, but we also need the, you know, omega three, we also need the omega six. So we're not shutting down the other pathways. Right. So making keeping it short and simple and what's really going to do the best that whole, you know, 2080 rule. Right. What's going to create to get our engines, our bodies and brains are amazing pieces of energy um, of, of machines. Right. And what do we truly need to keep it amazing? So yeah. keep yeah. it simple. Well, yeah. One of the things that I've learned is, uh, is if you provide the right fuel to your body, whatever that 
fuel is for you. For some people, it's plant-based. For others, it's uh, a little bit of fish or maybe even uh, meat, whatever they desire. And I love your journal idea, so you will truly learn what your body loves and accepts. And the best vitamins come from natural foods. That's uh, how this is intended to work. Uh, one thing about magnesium, I am very, very strong supporter of magnesium supplementation. I think 80% of Americans are generally deficient in magnesium. And uh, if and magnesium is, is sort of miraculous as a, as a mineral. Uh, just a little FYI uh, pearl for our listeners, if you're asking your doctor to test you for magnesium, make sure the test for magnesium RBC, RBC magnesium, that's a special test that looks at magnesium in your red blood cells, and that will be more accurate representation than just blood levels of magnesium. And uh, I personally take magnesium supplement. I think uh, most of us should. But again, for our listeners, ask your doctor to test your levels Correct. and then, uh, then proceed forward. Um, very, very important. Wow, what, a, what an interesting discussion. Uh, Becky, tell us, uh, give us an example of a patient or, or, or someone you work with that made a miraculous uh, pivot after going through your program. I have so many. Um, I have, talk about full circles. I have a best friend who I met about 10 years ago, we became best friends. She's uh, huge in um, marketing. She's a branding expert and brilliant, brilliant woman. And about three years ago, she ended up having a brain bleed. So mm -hmm. talk about being in people's lives for certain reasons. She ended up having a brain bleed. Um, so she didn't have word recall. Um, she could remember how smart she used to be. It's almost like having a stroke and, and missing information in your brain, trying to get that information out. So she was anxious. She was depressed, suicidal. Um, vision wasn't working. Sensory, like too much noise and stuff. By following my protocol, listening to my information, within three months, she had um, we had fixed her brain. So mm -hmm. she got all her language back. She actually, her brain was, she said, was better because she didn't need reading glasses. She needed reading glasses before the brain bleed. And after my program, she didn't even need reading glasses. So talk mm. about a full circle, a best friend of mine. I mean, she was literally in the hospital saying, call Becky Blake, call Becky Blake. And nobody was calling me, right? So as soon as she got out of the hospital, we, we created this program for her. I worked with a little boy who was brain injured, pulled out by forceps. So he had brain injury. And he went to my school program and was getting well. And the mother had just gone through, um, had a tumor removed from her brain. So she had chemo brain after going through chemo. So she was anxious. Same thing. It's like kind of like the brain bleed, right? She was anxious. Um, she couldn't, her word um, finding was gone. She was extremely depressed and she was also suicidal. And I said, why don't you give my program a try, right? It worked for your son. Let's, let's give it. Within three months, her brain was fully healed. Like she was able to go back to work. She was loving life again. So there's ways, even if we injure parts of our brain and those parts of our brain dies, there's ways to go around the injury. We have, you know, brain cells and we have memories and we have, we have access to everything in our brain. How do we just wake up the centers around them? Right. Yes. So that's where the organized movement comes in, right? We can wake up the centers around our brain. My son, um, the left part of his brain over his left ear, when you do, um, you know, MRIs and stuff, it's empty, it's dark hole, right? So his language, he was never supposed to ever be able to speak. So I taught all three of my kids sign language. He started talking within, uh, I want to say days, but I'm sure it was a couple months, right? But he, he was never supposed to talk and he started talking after we taught sign language. So signing, visual, manual instead of auditory 
his brain took another lang- um, avenue to that language center, right? So aha. And then a uh, side against that. So I taught all three of my kids. I have three kids. I taught all three of my kids sign language when they were two and three. My daughter is now a teacher of deaf children and signs all day long, right? So a, a gift for our family was my daughter found her profession by a simple little tool that I taught my children. So she now works with deaf children who have special needs, does my program, and these kids are just raising, you know, they're, they're a lot of people in the deaf community, um, their reading levels, uh, reading writing levels, it's about fourth grade level. The children that go through my daughter's classroom reach above, above level in reading, writing, and math. That, so. that's, that's amazing. And you're su- such a super achiever. I asked you for one example. You gave me three. And that, that, that tells, no, 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 no. This is amazing. Because that tells <laughs> me like, how passionate you are. Yeah. How passionate you are about your work. And, and I love it. Thank you so much for sharing all of them. Tony, let's go to you and talk about uh, the achievement space, personal development space, and some of the transformations that you have seen and you have helped with or, or, or led in, in folks that you work with. Absolutely. Well, first, let me just say that I've just recently done a uh, like a hair follicle test for supplements, and I'm low on magnesium, and I'm low on uh, the EPA, and I'm low on copper, and I'm low on so many things, which I'm supplementing now. So it's just fascinating that we're having this conversation. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's so important to just have yourself tested, whether it's a blood test or a hair follicle test or something, just to see where your deficiencies are. Because you, again, just like you can't out exercise a bad diet, you can't be at peak performance if you're missing the vital things that your body needs and demands of you so you can have the brain power, the energy, the focus, the stamina, all of it. Um, as far as high performance, man, there's, um, you know, I, I, I just recently had, um, I just recently had, uh, I'll, I'll speak about this one particular uh, client that I've been working with. He's actually in Brazil. I, I, I also do this in Portuguese because I was born in Portugal. So I came as a kid. So I speak Portuguese, Spanish, and a little bit of English. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I was speaking to him and uh, oddly enough, his wife was actually, she's actually a psychologist, but he's, he was just having a lot of, um, a lot of uh, anxiety issues and, 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 and just wasn't able to focus. And there were a lot of things going on. And uh, so I started working with him about five, six weeks ago. You know, and really talking about goals and what it is that people, what is that you really want, and where are you living? Are you living in gratitude? Are you living in, or are you living in scarcity? Are you living in abundance? And and just kind of refocusing, right? Because it's really about clarity. It's about focus. It's about intention. It's about presence. It's about um, uh, it's about influence. It's about really wanting what, knowing what it is that you want, and focusing. So. When I, I, I've been working with him for two or three weeks, and he actually, it was a pretty powerful moment he had the other day. He says, Tony, I got to tell you, after all of these, and he's gone through a lot of personal development things as well. And look, I, at the end of the day, I'm blessed to be, to be given the opportunity to help these people, to be brought into these people's lives. Um, and he said to me, Tony, I, you know, I got to tell you, about five weeks ago, at the age of 43, I was reborn. I said, what do you mean? I said, because what you've helped me go through and changing my thought patterns and changing my belief systems and really making me refocus on what's important and, 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 and getting clarity of where I am, not just where I am and where I want to go because so many people don't have the clarity of maybe they have the clarity of where they want to go, but if they don't have the clarity of where they are, right. And looking at things as they are not worse than they are, then you don't know 
you don't know where you are, you can't get to where you're going. If you tell me, Tony, listen, I need directions from your house. The first question I'm going to ask you is, where are you? Where are you coming from? Right. So I think that that's such a big, big thing. A lot of people are just, you know, they don't whether they don't know their purpose or they don't they're not clear on what their outcome is and they're not clear about where they are. And their perspective is sometimes twisted by other people's ideas. And that's why I, I talked about earlier about, you know, what are you putting into your mind and who are you surrounding yourself with? One of the comments so that important. I say, all the time, yeah, one of the comments I say all the time is if you look around you know, at your friends, at your sphere of influence, the people that are closest to you that you spend the most amount of time with, and they don't inspire you and lift you up and, 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 and they don't, they don't propel you forward. Then you don't have a circle. You have a cage. Yeah. Tony, yeah. I'm getting a message here that I, our show is quickly approaching uh, the end here. But if you have a, about 15, 20 seconds, what's your takeaway message for our audience? Uh, Takeaway message, I guess, is just really believe in yourself. Go after what it is that you want. Get clear on what your outcomes are and live in gratitude. Be grateful for what you have and, 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 and don't worry about what you don't because the things that, that are difficult and, and challenging in your life are always there. But so, so are the good things. So are the positive things. Be grateful for what you have and focus on what you have and focus on where you want to go and get Thank clear you. on it. Thank you. Becky, what's your 20-second uh, takeaway message from the show? Just wake up. Wake up, live life intentionally, right? Have fun, yes. laugh, do what you want to be doing and have, you know, live your life on your terms. Wow, amazing, amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, this makes the show uh, to reach Becky Blake. You can contact her through her website, creatingsuperkids.com. And to reach Tony Rodriguez, you are able to contact contact him through his website, yblsnow.com. To learn more about Healthy Pharmaceutical, to sign up for a consultation, give us a call at 646-650-5040 or email us at wellness at hcompound.com. This makes it a show. If you want to live a happier, fuller, healthier, and more fulfilled life, you need to be the CEO of your health. You need to be guided by an amazing practitioner, but it's your life, you lead it. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Tony and Becky, for a tremendous discussion. Until next time, be happy and healthy. Thank you for tuning in to Prescription for Success. Be sure to join your host, Dr. Emil Haldi, next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of the program. Have a great and healthy week. Aldi Pharmaceutical Compounding is one of the nation's top compounding pharmacies. We work with medical professionals as well as consumers, both human and veterinary. If you're a patient or a doctor and need to consult us, please call us for a free consultation. Additionally, you may purchase carefully selected quality brand supplements and vitamins at discounted prices at hcompound.com. To schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Haldi or one of our associates, please email us at wellness at hcompound.com or call us at 646-650-5040. You can also check us out at hcompound.com.